The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The new EU targets for carbon reduction uh, for 2040 have been uh, released, and I'm joined by Lauren Bold, climate journalist with the Journal Daily. Lauren, good morning. Hi, good morning. Now, uh, there was a leak last week and uh, it seemed that the EU was being very ambitious and all sectors were quaking in their boots as to what might be proposed. But the farmers uh, seem to have um, worked their way from the streets into the Commission to have some dilution of their efforts. Yeah, so the target that we've seen that was officially announced yesterday, it's for emissions to be cut by 40% compared to 1990 levels by 2040, which in itself isn't really a major shock because we already have a target of cutting them by by 55% by 2030 and then getting to net zero by 2050. So this was really looking at putting a a sort of a milestone in between those two dates already of where do we, how do we need to get from one to the other. Um, But what came with it was there were some proposals around what that might look like for a particular sector like agriculture. So for instance, there was a, a, a draft target that was looking at cutting non-CO2 emissions, which would include things like methane, by 30% by 2040 compared to 2015. Um, so that's 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 not that's not a that's not a massive target, but actually that has been now scrapped from the proposal that we saw come out yesterday, likely because of, of the backlash that we saw from farmers in, in cities like Brussels and in Paris and also somewhat here in Ireland in the last week. Now, in terms of what the farmers are doing, I heard the president of the IFA this morning saying that their reduction of 25% by 2030, they're on course to achieve that. And they say we have, you know, the pathways uh, outlined. Uh, other sectors uh, do not. And they feel that they're being targeted unfairly. Well, the, the, the interesting thing with methane, which is what is, mo- is mostly driving agriculture emissions, is that methane is actually more potent than carbon dioxide, which is what comes from a lot of other activities. But methane that comes from agriculture is it has a much more uh, it has a much stronger effect on the on the atmosphere and trapping trapping kind of heat within the atmosphere. But it actually has a shorter life within the atmosphere. So what that means is that if we took action now to cut down methane emissions we would see the results of that more quickly than we'll see the results of cutting down CO2. We also know that agriculture, especially in Ireland, already does emit, it already is responsible for huge proportions of the emissions that we see. Also, farmers will be on the front line of the climate crisis if we don't stop it. So it is in farmers' interests for us to make these changes because either they can be made now in a sort of controlled, planned, logical way that we change the way agriculture works and other sectors, that we change the way we approach activities Oh, that we can prevent yeah. the climate crisis from escalating. Yeah, um, the, the farmers make two points. One is uh, that, uh, you know, this is a country that is hugely agricultural. We've got a big tech sector uh, on the industrial side, but we don't have any heavy industries. So when you look at uh, countries which can, for example, move from carbon uh, furnaces, for example, in steelmaking to electric furnaces, Uh, you know, they can make, using nuclear power and so on, they can make very, very substantial reductions and they can see a pathway to it. Uh, Our huge carbon emissions are from the agricultural sector and it's much harder for us to make those kind of huge savings uh, that industrialised countries can make. 
It is, and and it does. We do so. We do need to make sure that things are done. I suppose like fairly across the European Union, that one country isn't bearing more responsibility um, unnecessarily than others. Um, but the reality of the situation is quite stark, and every sector does have to face up to this now. So it might mean making some sacrifices in different sectors, but it's for that long term picture that I think sometimes gets overlooked. That if we don't make these changes now, we're staring down yeah. the barrel of something even worse. They uh, also maintain that uh, we produce our cattle with uh, certain methane emissions, but much more sustainably than the countries that might replace our beef production and our milk production, that we do it better and more sustainably. So why should we give up only for our output to be replaced by car- by countries that don't do it as well? Well, I suppose the problem is that if we're saying that what we're doing right now is, is, is the top-notch standard, the way things are going right now aren't, aren't kind of you know, they're not sustainable in the context of, of, of the seriousness of the climate crisis. So if this is the kind of top standard that we can do, it, that's, that's not necessarily a, a good thing. You know, that it's clearly not good enough. But what you're really saying is that we stop doing beef and milk. I, I'm, I'm not saying that we need to cut those out right now or, or you're, oh, sorry, that's even a silly thing to say that, that we, you know, that we would be looking at eliminating that sector entirely. That's sort of, that's nonsense. That's obviously not mm-hmm. going to happen. But what we need to do is look at, um, you know, look seriously about how agriculture and all of the other sectors are, are you know, are, are performing because we already know that most of the sectors were not on track in Ireland to meet the targets that we already have, um, which are are loaded in such a way that right now the targets are slightly easier than they will be in future years. So there needs to be a serious conversation in every sector about what's going to have to change. Yeah. Uh, in terms of what the Commission wants to do, they're talking big time about carbon capture and carbon storage, those technologies are in their infancy. And if you're relying on those, it may not be the most uh, promising way to go in the end. Yeah, and that's really a sticking point for a lot of environmentalists. It wouldn't be the solution that a lot of people would be happy with. Um, the idea with carbon ca- capture storage is that you emit the carbon and then you sort of trap it and bring it back down so it doesn't stay in the atmosphere. But the problem is that does still cause damage compared to if the emissions weren't produced in the first place. It's also very expensive it's, and it's a technology that hasn't really been tried out at any scale yet. So we don't, we can't make any promises about what we can actually get from that. Yeah. And one of the issues, of course, for other countries who depend on oil and gas and countries that are involved in mining, they all have their own agendas pushing the Commission to in some way mitigate their problems. Yeah, and this is always a trade-off in, in EU climate negotiations, the fact that there are some countries, especially more towards Eastern Europe, that are still more reliant on on fuel sources like coal and oil. Um, compared to here in Ireland, now a lot of our energy mix is gas, which is still a fossil fuel, but it's not quite as harmful as coal and oil. Um, so those countries saying... Um, look, we still, we have a further transition to go. We need more support, um, and it is really it's really difficult politically to navigate that because the EU is all about you know you've got twenty seven different countries with different needs, trying to get countries to compromise and, and and reach consensus on different issues. So it's difficult to navigate politically. But I think what's important is that big picture of that the climate crisis isn't going to distinguish between you know one country and another. It's something that everybody is is faced with now that we need to kind of play our bit on. Lauren Boland, climate journalist with thejournal.ie. Thank you very much for joining us. Now, coming up later on the programme. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.